Assalamu alaikum everyone. I hope you guys are doing absolutely amazing like always. So this week's episode is an exciting one and I'm going to talk about this because this is something that was really highly requested but also something that I've been delaying. I know that I've been wanting to talk about this for a while but I just feel like I didn't want to talk about it on social media because everybody it's such a trend on social media to talk about green signs and red signs and someone being you know this 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 type of person and i just i don't want to talk about it because i just feel like so many people do it on social media but at the same time i'm gonna tell you my 98 cents on the situation one of the things in my life that drastically changed my life as a whole just drastically changed my life drastically changed everything was when i started looking for these certain characteristics in any relationship and by the way if you couldn't tell already this episode is green signs to look for in any relationship key term any a lot of times people just talk about green signs to look for in a friend or in a marriage situation or this or that but i just kind of wanted to make one a little bit more generalized for green signs in any situation some of these could be applied only to one area some of these could be applied everywhere but i wanted to kind of have that mix of both where you know you could at least learn something valuable for now or for later or for both situations any situations even when just dealing with people as i was saying i've seen my life drastically change when i started to be a little bit more selective on who i allowed around me and what exactly i looked for in different relationships and friendships or whatever the third it might be and just different characteristics even if you're currently in a certain friendship or a certain relationship or something that you've already always been in like the relationship that you have with your parents or the relationship that you have with your siblings certain things that i feel like are also green signs that you can kind of put within yourself to better those relationships a lot of times in life when we have a relationship that we love whether that's with our friends wherever it might be again the term relationship here is supposed to be very broad this is not about like marriage this is like broad like every type of relationship you have in your life the relationship of your parents relationship you might have with your friends whatever so these relationships right a lot of times when we obtain them we tend to get incredibly comfortable in them and we don't take any effort forth to keep it growing to keep it just nourish and to keep it happy and good on both sides we tend to get very comfortable once we obtain the person that we want or we obtain the circumstances that we want and one of the best ways to not lose something you love is to keep acting like you want it and to keep working for it so that person consistently constantly always just feels that sense of continuous love and that sense of continuous effort from your side and it does not have to be grand gestures which is why i feel like these green signs are also things that i hope inshallah that I obviously want to put in myself as well because you know a lot of times in relationships like I said we just tend to get too comfortable and not make that continuous effort and just becoming the best us the best thing that you can offer in any relationship is the best to you and the best to you requires so many different amazing things and so the thing here is also like on Twitter and social media everybody always talks about like green signs and red signs and nah, 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 nah. and it's like yeah like a lot of them some of them they're right and some of them make sense and some of them are just stupid but some of them are just weird okay whatever whatever i ain't here judging whatever but i feel like what a lot of people say for green signs is dean and then they're like okay that's it let's close the box here's what i'm going to share in this episode green signs to look for besides dean okay 
now it's getting spicy because what happens is a lot of times everybody just stops their green signs at Dean. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard that podcast EP by Mufti Mink. Um, you probably you probably have. It is called it's basically like a whole point skill system that he talks about. He shares in regards to marriage, and I feel like this is also very beneficial in your friendships and in just your other relationships. If you do not know the point scale system, basically what it kind of goes among the lines was he explained this and I heard this a long time ago. Basically, you meet somebody and if they have theme, like they have a good character and they're like, you know, trying to become better in their relationship with God, like, you know, praying all that in the third, right? You give them one point, like one number one. And then like if they're attractive, you give them a zero. If you like, you know, maybe... I don't know. Maybe you like something about them, give them a zero. Maybe you come from the same culture and you like that, you give them a zero. Maybe you like the way that their family is, you give them a zero. Maybe you like the fact that they're financially stable or you like their job or you guys have some similarities, you give them a zero. Now, here's the thing. The reason why you give it a zero is because if that one is not there, it's all just zero, 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 and it means nothing. But if that dean is there, that what number one is there, you give them that first point, you put that one, then the zero 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 adder on it matters but if that first number one's not even there what do you want to do with a bunch of zeros because any relationship without god in it it's mid and if it's if it's a marriage especially it's i feel like a lot of times from what i've understood and what i've learned they tend to crush so that's my two cents on that but also just to like categorize other things because some of these things I'm not going to mention in the episode. And I know that some people will be like, why does she not have that on the list? Like some of the most basic common things. Like being a loyal person, being a trustworthy person, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. I feel like personally for me, I feel like when someone has a good character, the you know, good on their day and whatnot. I feel like loyalty, being a trustworthy person, being a good person, being a kind person, whatever. And the third, like just having that good character good behavior whatever they're like it kind of all falls in a lot of times we see when girls come forth and they're like you know i married a guy who was really really religious and he practiced a lot and it ended in a divorce because he was nothing of the sort and he never implemented those things and so like you know dean is like it's not like a standard to look for and i disagree with that because here's what i'm gonna tell you I am not invalidating their experiences. It's very common where sometimes, like, again, we've seen a lot being talked about on social media where you can marry a guy that comes off and seems very religious and then, like, you get to know him and it's like, what's going on, right? So here's what I'll tell you. Here's how I see it. It's one thing to do something. It's one thing to be something. It's one thing to do your prayer. It's another thing to let your prayer be something that changes you and you establish it with a deep connection with God and you understand why you're doing it. It's one thing to do a good kind act. It's another thing to be a good kind person and do those acts out of love and out of your own characters and behaviors and because you think that this is the right thing to do. It is one thing to just you know, give charity. It's another thing to give charity because you truly understand why you're doing it. It's another thing to just, you know, do your worship. It's another thing to like be involved deeply in your worship and understand why you're doing it and understanding how this worship helps you become who you need to be. So like that factor of becoming and being is really, really important. I don't know if it necessarily made sense, but I feel like you kind of get my point. Like you want your worship to change you and you want someone's worship whenever you know someone can tell me i'm reading this much quran i'm half as i'm this i'm that if, if what about your behavior 
I, and I always say this, the best doll is your character. And so if this person's character is a type of way where it's like you're doing all of this, you know, Allah, Allah, may Allah bless it because we cannot judge anybody by what they do, nor can we judge their intention, whatever the third. But you want this person's character to also just genuinely be a good, kind person. And when it comes to loyalty and trustworthiness, I believe that when somebody's God-fearing, first of all, first of all, first and first, 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 first of all, if they love you, they won't ever do anything, they won't do anything like that. They do, won't do anything to hurt you, won't do anything to break your trust. Again, in friendships, relationships, whatever they won't do anything like that but um i genuinely just believe that if somebody is truly a god-fearing person they understand that being disloyal and hurting obviously somebody of allah's creation is a big deal and especially somebody else entrusted to them whether that might be in a marriage or whether that might be even in a mana in a friendship something that you told that was deep that you wanted to stay between you and your friend whatever it might be like they understand what a big deal that is islamically and so again here comes that factor again of like understanding your deen and having it implemented in your character which is why i don't feel like you know, I don't feel like it's necessary for me in this episode to just talk about Dean, 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 and loyalty and this and that and da 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 because that's true. And like we hear so much about that on social media. Um, and some of the other things that I will say might correlate, but a lot of people don't talk about it. So obviously, first and foremost, Dean. If that's not there, nothing else matters, in my opinion, because at the end of the day, what's what's the point of this person if they're not going to bring you closer to God, or if you feel that they might, you know, put you in a bad place, whatever the third. So getting that out the way, getting that out the way. Now let's talk about the tea. Here are some green signs, green flags that I think are interesting and good to look for in every relationship. Will you find these, all of these in one person? No. Will some of these be like bonuses? Yes. Is it a big deal? Mm up to you right we all have different values on what we think is like skyrocket and not skyrocket but these are certain things and i feel like since i'm i'm young right now okay i'm just gonna say it why did i say that like i was old like i had to justify that i was young okay goodbye so i'm 19 right and i think that obviously since just i think that wisdom comes obviously with age but you can also learn so many things from experience and from experience i have learned so many things just hearing from other people being with other people dealing with different friendships etc like just being involved in so many things i've learned and heard quite a few things this podcast has shown me quite a few things on learning when it comes to dealing with human beings and what you should look for whatever they're so like i'm just sharing the stuff that i feel like has kind of crafted in my mind over these years and the things that comes up to me one day i will be 50 inshallah and i'll look back at this and i'll be like girl no because i might have a bunch of other things that i might look for then right so right now at this current stage i'm just sharing some things that i think could be beneficial regardless of what age group you're at because as life goes on you're always going to have more things and more wisdom and more things that you're like you know i prefer this i want this and you're going to learn those things through experience and through time so I'm not saying this is the best piece of advice in the world, like I always say, um, but I'm just sharing some random stuff. And again, I understand that some people might disagree. It's all good. It's okay. Um, these are just a few random things that come to my mind. Okay, here's number one. And this one was actually one that channeled a big part of this episode idea, because I think that a lot of people don't look for this or they don't think about it. If they look for it, they don't necessarily deepen it. They just kind of they think about it they're like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, whatever. Or like they consider this as not important. But for me, this is, and I'm just going to share my opinion. 
And again, I also want to say, some of these, they might sound ridiculous to you. Some of them might sound really weird. Some of them might sound really random. We all speak from experiences and from things that we've been through or that we seek. Every human being is different. Every relationship that they decide to thrive in is different. Okay, enough introduction. I just had to give my disclaimer. Before somebody like, y'all, my biggest fear, my biggest fear. Somebody out of pocket, out of context, three, 13 second screen recording my podcast. Just like like not no context like you can't do that with my podcast <laughs> which is why i always have to give an introduction so things can't be taken out of context okay first one i personally look for somebody who does not hate working what is working let's start there because when we say working the first thing people think is like having a job or like you know going to work not necessarily obviously that that implies but by working, I mean just life, like stuff that you have to do in your life. You know, again, like that might be your job, but that also might be getting your home situated. That also might be just getting your life situated. That might be the small tasks that you have to do every day, whatever. I personally look for somebody who does not deeply resent and hate having to work. And I'm going to tell you why. But first, I'm going to read you a quote, which is going to explain it really nice. It's, I got this quote off of Instagram. Um, it says, if you marry someone without a strong work ethic, who in fact abhors work and is lazy, things will tend to go from bad to worse. You're basically sentencing yourself to a lifetime of picking up the slack. So this one talked about marriage, but like I said, these are green signs to apply anyway. In a friendship, when we are dealing with people, you don't necessarily have like, you know, work that you're doing one another, whatever it might be. But if this is somebody that you might work with or whatever it might be, or this is somebody that you're intending on starting a business with or really a project with, or whatever it might be, marrying, like in the example, whatever, work ethic is very important because a lot of times people don't look for this but it portrays out in every single place that you go when you marry somebody who resents literally hates work and just has a horrible work ethic what happens is and you know also in, in this i'd like to categorize initiative because i i that was my second one but we're gonna get to that okay one and two and one work ethic initiative okay and i'm gonna talk about both because they both are so important if you don't put and again every relationship in your life isn't going to be like this but like the closest relationship with your best friends whatever it might be i'm not saying that you're going to have 13 relationships or like your work colleague that's going to have these things you know again like we're talking about meaningful relationships here but you want somebody with initiative and has a good work ethic because if you don't you are sentencing yourself obviously to picking up after them but with initiative being missing you're gonna have to constantly do things first to save a boat and it's draining. Honestly, one of the fastest ways to like lose love or to like lose care and to just lose any type of special bond is by making somebody feel like they have to constantly do something first and that's the only way things are surviving. Because then it it automatically makes someone feel like they don't you don't matter that much to them because they have to constantly text first, they have to constantly do something first. If I'm in 
you know, a friendship with somebody and I am the one that always, like always, like always, like I'm talking 10, 15 years, like I'm the always the one that has to like text first. I always have to like check in on you first, right? Like that obviously might hurt my feelings. That might make me feel ways because it's kind of like, especially if it's somebody you're deeply close with. Now in life, people go through things. Nobody's denying that. I, for one, I am going to be honest that when it comes to like, you know, sometimes texting people back, I'm not that great at it. But it is something that like, you know, if it's serious, like if it's important, like I'm I'm there, obviously. But it's like sometimes when it just comes to casual convos, like it takes me a few hours. But the thing is, a lot of times when we lack that initiative or we don't have, you know, initiative coming from the opposite side, it's going to feel like a constant loop of just you, 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 you. It's all going because you are doing it. It's all going because you are calling. It's all going because you are doing this. And I get it that sometimes people are like, oh, but I felt lazy. That's what I want to text you first. But it's also kind of like, I don't know how much I agree with that. Because how hard is it to text somebody? Look, you ain't writing no letter sending a pigeon at my window. Okay, I get it. If it was those times, I get it. If you had to take a brick and write something on it and, you know, throw it at my window, I, I get it. But you literally have a piece of device in your hand that can just reach me. Like, I just... Just my opinion. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, that's how I say it, right? Initiative is important because you want to be there to do things. But initiative also in just raising children, that matters. If you marry somebody who, again, coming back to work ethic was a horrible work ethic, bro. I saw this video where a girl talked about how she, she was married and I think she had like two or three kids. And she was like, obviously really stressed, you know, as all mothers usually are. It's very stressful raising kids. She wanted to take a shower, Okay. She, her husband was home that day. She told her husband, please just watch the kids for 20 minutes. I'm going to take a shower. She came back out. Kids were upside down, screaming, crying. House was a disaster. He was sleeping on the couch. He was sleeping on the couch. The house was a disaster. Everything was everywhere. Kids were crying. Someone got hurt. And then like, she was just sharing and talking about this whole situation. And like, that is my point. I get it that like people are tired, people have a long day, people have stuff going on. They're like, I get that, right? But when it comes to the core of everything, work ethic and initiative is so important. Now, I'm gonna give you another example. A lot of people might be able to relate to this. I know that some of us, some people have been raised with present but absent parents. Why is that so important? Because in some cases, you know, as a parent, you're the one that makes, that starts that relationship with your kids. You really set the tone. That's my opinion. You set the tone of the relationship with your children. Your children come out of the womb. They don't know you. They don't know nothing. It's you who sets that tone. Now, of course, kids grow up. They have their own mentalities, have their own brains. They think about different things. Da, 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 da. That's another thing. But you set that tone. And if you set a tone of you being a parent that's there and you say, well, at least I'm here, but you're not present in any form emotionally mentally and in their lives you're just you're just there as a placeholder you're not actually like building a relationship with them like i don't really know what to say because it really all it's all about choice as a human being it's just all about choice that it's your choice that you want to do this whether it's absent parent or even something else like choice like there's only so many times that you can forgive a situation or be like oh you know what you were absent or 
you know, it was a lot going on. Like, there's only so many times that you can kind of feel like you can regain and trust somebody again. Or, like, you can feel like this person's going to be present again. Like, it's only so many times. And when we talk in the context of, like, parenting, you know, there's this quote. I once did a collab episode with Rabata, right? And in that episode, Dr. Tamar Gray came on it. And it was it's called Love and Islam Q&A. You can scroll down and find it. Um, basically, what Dr. Tamar Gray said in that episode, she was like we can't really necessarily control how people show up as parents because people show up in different ways, but we want to make sure that's good, right? And we want to make sure that's present. And I feel like that really says it right because that's kind of what it all comes back to, like the ethic and of you being as a human being. But like, we really can't control the way that people show up and it's really just about it being done right. And it's a lot to process. So while we're talking, um, if you guys keep up and listen to me frequently, I worked with Rabata like all last semester and inshallah we are working again for summer 2023 as they've launched their Arabic courses, their Islamic, Islamic science courses, the Juid, all of that for this semester for their programs. All their courses have like levels for beginners, intermediate, middle levels and so on often at different timings. They also have like other interesting stuff like crowning venture which is like a quran memorization thing um a quran hitma project a five juice certification and other stuff like that so um i highly recommend you guys listen to that episode with dr tamara gray as well where it's like love and islam i think it answers a lot of questions that you guys have dm'd me before or are still asking me um but all in all i will also link their registration for their summer 2023 situation as well if you guys want to check out their courses and just like learn more um it closes on june 1 so run <laughs> run that's all i'll say run i'm also gonna have a special episode coming out soon inshallah if it's not already with somebody very special so inshallah just hang tight we got some fun stuff coming up i really appreciate all the love that you guys send on those collab eps because y'all really like it and i really appreciate it and it has been such a great time working with them but anyway as i was saying um besides this how people show up as like parents and like different ways right like you really can't control it but it's really just about that whole ethic thing this whole work ethic this whole initiative thing as i was saying like it's my first point i think but literally like if you're an absent parent in your day-to-day life undeniably whether you want to admit it or not in this circumstance there's obviously a lack of initiative because you don't want to go that extra mile initiative is not big things initiative doesn't always have to be big vacations i'm gonna take the initiative to plan a big old vacation it's not that sometimes initiative just looks like setting up certain rules in your home and being like i'm gonna talk to my kids every night i'm gonna take the initiative to step forth and talk to my kids every night so you know they know that i'm there for them or they know they could trust me whatever route and take the initiative to start taking my kids to the masajid so they do not grow up without you know a concept of going to allah's home i'm gonna take my kids and put them in quran classes whatever sunday school whatever i'm gonna do this because i don't want them to grow up without this certain aspect in their life but you're just kind of like "Mm, i i so much it's so much work it's so much work you don't want to go the extra mile because it's looking like too much right now so that is a problem because well first of all you're obviously your children are going to be raised in a way where they might be missing out on some certain very important things but also because your children will grow up and just feel like at the same time my parents did the bare minimum with me and you really don't want to hear that as a parent 
But when you lack initiative and you lack work ethic and you do not want to take care of your kids, you don't want to set your kids up for success. And nobody's sitting here shaming parents. Just have to preface that. Nobody's shaming parents. It's hard being a parent and it's not easy taking care of your family and making them go okay. Nobody's shaming them. Nor am I saying like, you know, parents aren't working hard enough. Nothing like that. I'm just saying generally, like you want to make sure that you at least have that timeline initiated in your mind on how you want to raise them or how you want this thing to go. Because if you don't and you're just kind of free falling, see where they go, it's just kind of like, and also if you're not even being present to just sit down and talk to them or just be there with them or just support them, like it's gonna, your kids are gonna grow up in a way where they're always going to wonder like why weren't my parents close enough to me or why do I always have like an awkward barrier with my parents. Some parents never say sorry to their kids. They never say sorry to their kids. Some kids have never heard their parents say that they're proud of them and these are things that hurt children. They hurt children. It hurts a child to know that they've never heard their own parents say that they're proud of them. It hurts a child to know that you know, if a relationship with them and their parent is okay, it's only because they say sorry, not because their parent has ever apologized, even if they might be wrong. And this is, again, where initiative comes in. Taking the initiative to understand and hold yourself accountable when you are wrong. Taking the initiative to understand how to take care of your family better. Taking the initiative to just understand what it means to try your best in this relationship, even if you are not 100% giving your best, even if it's not like 100% easy. Again, nobody's saying grand gesture that parents aren't doing hard enough. It's just just trying your wholehearted best and also just making the initiative to do the small things like listen. That's it. Another thing, when we talk about work ethic, it is so important. And I'm just going to say it as it is. I was going to sugarcoat this, but I'm not going to because I feel like someone might need to hear this. When we talk about work ethic in a marriage, I think that this is an incredibly important. Obviously, the aspect of raising children and having like a marriage where it is, you know, mutual and something that is thriving from both ends and being taken care of. And like, it's not just slack and one person's picking it up. When it comes to work ethic in regards to like doing your role doing your role that you islamically you have to do right um whether that is you have to provide or you have to be the one that is taking care of your children or doing this or doing that whatever they're right um living up to those islamic roles that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for you whatever the 30 might be my mom she always says this thing and i'm, I'm just gonna say it a lot of times and this is something that i want girls to keep in the back of their mind when you meet a man and you're about to marry him, obviously, like, finance is important, right? Because, like, you're like, okay, like, can he even, you know, what type of person is he? Does he have a job? Whatever, third, right? A lot of times, what girls go for is they go for the man that has the most money or is, like, you know, really well off. Or, here's the problem, or they go for his family or they go for, like, a certain type of family. This happens a lot in, like, you know, those arranged marriage situation somewhere like a family will be like oh well you know this family's wealthy and well off or a girl will marry a guy because she's like even if he doesn't have it his family got it so it's like his family's wealthy right my mom she always says this thing she's like it's the most stupidest thing that i see girls do and my mom like she hates she hates when you know women just do this and like my mom Anytime, like, any of anyone in our family is getting married, especially if it's, like, a girl, my mom sits down, and she has a lecture, and she's like, don't go after the money. I don't know what everybody's problem is going after the money, especially if, if his family's wealthy. You know, in some cultures, 
what happens is the man, he might not have it. He might not know how to provide and he might not have the work ethics to provide. But if his family is rich and his family's like well off and they have, you know, wealth and whatever, people will be like, it's, it's equivalent, it's equivalent. My mom, she always says, she's like, it's not equivalent. It's not equivalent at all. It's not equivalent. <laughs> it's not equivalent at all because that's his parents. That's not his. What can he do? And I know somebody, and I'm just going to say this for context. I know quite a few stories like this, by the way. This is not like a personal thing. I know a bajillion stories like this. It's all over the internet. You can find them, whatever. Um, there's quite a few cases where girls get married because he's like, okay, well, he might not have a job, but his family is still like wealthy. So it's okay. Like the provision, everything, that aspect's fine because he can provide because his family has a business, da, 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 whatever. And third, like, okay, here's the thing. A lot of times I have seen girls like that end up with seemingly nothing. I know a lot of girls that have married into incredibly wealthy families and seemingly have nothing. I have, I know some girls that are calling their mothers literally saying, bro, like he's not giving me any money. I have no money in my hands because all the money is within his family. I'm not getting anything. And here's, here's where we talk about initiative. Here's where we talk about work ethic because their husbands tends to lack the initiative to give her the money or set a proper boundary within their house and within the whole little money system to make sure that her wife, his wife is getting what she needs to get. I know some girls that are like, bro, I have to buy some products for that time of the month. I have to go buy some pads and I literally don't have any money because all the money from whatever family business it is, is in his parents' hands, not his. And if he does get any money, he does not have the initiative to give or think that I might need some. Because he automatically thinks that since I'm living in a house where, you know, it's wealthy, we have food on the table, we have this, we have that, and, you know, we all have clothes, my children are well-fed, whatever, that I, as a woman, don't personally need anything. And so he just doesn't ask and he just doesn't give. And when I ask, he just doesn't give. And I was just like, oh my God. And that's my point. And like, this is something like my mom, she's drilled this in our head since like birth till 19. She's always like, wealth literally does not matter. Family wealth, his wealth, like it does not matter. And I, if there was any piece of advice, that's, that's what I would give. Because here's what I'm telling you. I'm not saying to go and, you know, set yourself up and not look for somebody who is successful, who has a good work ethic, who's, you know, well off, whatever. Nothing wrong with wealth. What I'm saying is, in these circumstances, if you're going to judge wealth like that, as in, okay, he has a lot of money, so good, and that's it, and not think about work ethic and initiative, you're setting yourself up. Because, again, his family can have a lot of money, they can have a really successful business, and he might not take part of it. I know some women who married men that have very successful family businesses, but the man actually doesn't take a part in that business. He's just there. Like, he just has money that comes from it but he's not an active part of it and she's kind of like I thought that he'd have more work ethic because it's a business and it's like a family and thought he would work more in it but like he has no work ethic and then she starts to have a hard time because now she's trying to raise kids with him and there, it's happened to so many women trying to raise kids and like the guy's just kind of like what do you mean like I have to go to the store and get diapers like what do you mean I have to like take the initiative to make sure that you know this is being done like what do you mean and she's just like what do you mean what do you mean sir because that that's really all it is it's baffling it's baffling and again this is not like even personal like I know so many people and it's you can find soul of the internet bro like if you go on reddit sometimes hey if you ever need to get some real life experience and go on reddit and just just read it it'll really open up your eyes besides the point Work ethic is important. 
And like I said, I'm not telling you to go marry somebody who, you know, is not no is not well off. What I'm saying is a lot of times the only thing girls look for is, is he rich? Does he have that bag though? Girl, does he have that work ethic though? Because some men, like I said, have some nice jobs and they are have horrible work ethic. And work ethic applies everywhere, everywhere in your marriage, in your raising your children, everywhere. So be wise please and I, it's so crazy because this is something like my mom has always told me and it's something that you should think about even if somebody doesn't have like a job or anything like that it's like it's not the end of the world it's like look at this person's work ethic that's my thing i know oh my god here we go again i wish i had a dollar for every time i was like i know i know or i heard and again this is not a private thing because i would never put like private stuff out here but um or like stuff that isn't already public or well known or shared so um this actually leads me to my next point so these will bridge in quite nicely but this actually leads me into my next point which is another green sign slash flag slash whatever you want to call it that you kind of want to look for in a person and again any relationship could be how often do they remember things I feel like this is important. This is more of a hero thing. This is just me, a personal thing. How often do they remember things? I think that in my life, I have had a lot of circumstances where I feel like since a lot of people don't remember the things that I tell them, when I have somebody that remembers it, like it really makes me happy. And that's something that I hold dear to my heart, right? Like that's something that I, I guess some people might be like, oh, it's bare minimum, whatever. But like, remember, like how often does this person remember the little things that you tell them? I have a friend who when I talk to her, right, if I say to her, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling too hot, like, she'll sit down, she'll listen to me, and, like, she'll remember those things, right, I'm about it, male, I keep her happy, I love her so much, but, um, she'll remember those things, um, and I remember she knows that I love cats, right, like, <laughs> this is getting really random, <laughs> she knows I love cats, and, um, if you know me, you know I love cats, like, they're my everything, I love cats, I told her I love cats, right, the next day, I woke up, to a notification on my Pinterest and it was a Pinterest board called Cats for Hera and she privately made me a whole Pinterest board of just cats for me to look at and like I I cannot tell you it was like she spoke my love language like it was a, it was like such a small gesture of just remembering that I told her that I love cats and it's like you don't understand when it's little things like that it's like you people remember those things and it's just like I feel like that also comes in with just you being more present in the relationship because when you have to tell someone something a thousand times or like you know you mention something that kind of hurts you and they, they're like really absent about it it's just kind of like you know so remembers things i think that that's important i think that having someone remember those little things again in your relationship even with your parents you want to be somebody that remembers those little things that they tell you those little things that might make them feel better the little things that you know that just might make them feel more safer more better whatever the third it might be i feel like remembering is just so important because when you remember it shows somebody that you care it does and so that's that that's that that one was pretty basic and straightforward my next one might be a little bit controversial to some people no i am not going to argue or debate with anybody about this it's not everyone each to their own you don't agree 
it's okay you don't have to i personally don't agree with doing gender wars with doing social media wars or doing gender role wars and i think i've made that clear on my social media page a lot since the dawn of time even before i probably had a podcast like i don't even i don't i have zero interest i'm not gonna fight with anybody about gender roles about you know etc and the third Allah has told me what i have to do as a woman and that is my job Allah has probably told you what you have to do as a man and that is your job that's it that's it the end my opinion your opinion garbage does not matter what Allah says matters first and foremost so that's just kind of how i see gender roles and stuff like that no i will not debate with you about gender roles no i will not sit here and argue with you and what do you bring to the table uh i brought the whole table please 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 i'm not gonna no <laughs> no it's never been my cup of tea never been my thing so i know that some people might argue with me on this one but i this is just again a personal private me thing i like really private people that's it that that was the entire segment and this sounds hilarious coming from somebody who has a podcast but i'm gonna tell you why my podcast like i always say i try if this is my first time if you're if you're listening for the first time besties um i personally i don't show my face on social media i don't share too much about like my like actual day-to-day day-to-day life on social media i share very general things like things that you know could help you with emotional relationships or like you know those late night talk eps like i answer random questions about random topics but i am not open about my timeline or what i'm doing or like me as a whole like that's just something that i'm not too open about um obviously like there are some things that I'm oh that I've shared that I'm open and honest about, but also those with brackets. Like I have a lot of brackets with when it comes to what I'm gonna talk about, I'm not gonna talk about. For me, my opinion, I don't like it when people are like I don't like I don't like <laughs> how do I wear this? Even on my private socials that like are just girls only, I'm not the type of person that's like snapchatting every single inch you know posting on instagram story every single inch like i it's just not me never been my thing and i i personally don't like it either and i feel like that's something that i think a lot about i feel like it's understandable in some friendships i know that some of us like you might have a friend that's like really big on like updating their story every single second of their life that's fine like whatever you know it's each to their own um i think that when it comes to the context of marriage it matters because you know you got one person who's like yo don't post on social media don't do this on social media like evil eyes real bro like take that down you got the other person who's just like share on stuff on the web like it's a public group chat never been my thing never been my thing like for me it's just not my not my cup of tea i'm a very low-key person and i would not want to spend my life with somebody who's yeah it's self-explanatory with some friends right like i know with some girls like some girls are really active on social media that's fine like i post on social media i post quotes and other stuff like that but not about my life like i'm not like y'all here here's where i'm at here's the update 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 here's this here's that like this is not my thing and um especially if it regards my private private life no so i know that with some friends and with some friends um they are like that where they might share a lot right and whatever like each their own you don't really control people and then it's like not the end of the world i have some friends that you know they do share updates on their life that they are sharing what's going on in their life that's cool whatever but here's where i think the big problem comes when things go wrong 
the first place they run is social media or the first place they run is to another woman or to another man or to somebody else to talk poorly about you. That's where my problem becomes. Because let me tell you why. There's so much to say about this that I can go on forever. But let me tell you something. When you have a problem with somebody and the first thing that they want to do is go on social media and tell the entire world about what you did to them or the problem that you have to them or like throw like the most painful like subs ever to exist. Like it's one thing to like make a post that like kind of relates to your situation or just like your emotions, right? Like, oh, I'm feeling hurt. I'm feeling sad, right? But it's another thing to be like degrading somebody on your social media and like exposing their imanas that they trusted you with to everybody in that circle. That is another thing. And personally for me, it's like a fat no-go because it's like if everything that I'm telling you is so cheap and so weak in your eyes that you can easily just share it with somebody else or you can easily give the imanas that I gave you to somebody else and just share all these things with somebody else or you feel so comfortable degrading me and exposing me or trying to hurt me in front of everybody else like it's so easy for you then you clearly don't value me enough and that's just that and so for me it's one of those things that i'm just like "Mm -mm." because it's like if me and you have a problem that's mine and your problem if you decide to go to talk to somebody for advice because you want to figure out what to do or you want to like try to get the situation fixed that's one thing it's one thing to talk to somebody for advice because you want to figure out how to fix this or you're feeling hurt you're feeling sad it is one thing it's another thing to go around and just spread gossip do backbiting expose that's another thing to do that and that i'm not cool with and you know unfortunately in some situations when you get married it's like every single bit of your married life is like getting wire transferred to everybody not okay with that for me personally it's like huge like huge like i know like no like no period and no exclamation mark and no Hera said no because it for me like the one of the biggest piece of advice that everybody always gives is like you can forgive your spouse but other people won't be able to forgive them and that's the whole thing like when you have petty fights and all relationships have petty fights you know whatever it's like you can forgive that person whatever but you do not need to tell every single human being on the face of the planet and expose and hurt this person and be like oh you know what i regret marrying you because y'all like had a little argument about who's gonna set up the dishes like wow no and again i feel like this also kind of comes in with the concept of like dean like being a trustworthy person don't go around exposing backbiting whatever especially about your spouse like i know some people do that about their spouse don't do that about your spouse i've seen some women publicly degrade their husband on social media i've seen some husbands publicly degrade their wife on social media like say things that they probably shouldn't and it was like as an outsider you're reading and you're like bro like that's that's crazy like imagine how their spouse feels don't do it don't do it and same thing with your friends like it's okay if you're somebody who likes to you know have a big social circle you like to talk and share whatever but you should not be talking about somebody in that type of manner or like exposing them negatively may love protect us from gossiping and backbiting i mean but um you don't want to do that you don't want to do that again it's one thing if you're sitting there trying to get advice because you want to feel better or you want to learn how to fix the situation it's another thing to like be trying to degrade this person and ruin their life and that's just a no for me just generally i feel like private people again like that was an extreme just private people like private life you live a better life um just tell nobody you live your life and tell nobody and it's so wholesome i think it's cute because then it's just like the people that need to know know the people that don't need to know don't need to know and there's 
I like it like that. So that's just that's just a me thing. Everyone might not agree. It's okay. This is so niche that y'all are gonna like hold your seat and be like, where did she come up with this from? But I've had this my entire life and I'm serious about this. One of my green signs is when somebody understands how to raise children with autism and ADHD, knows how to work with children with autism and ADHD, knows how to understand children with autism and ADHD. And, you know, I understand that working, understand them could be a little bit of a process because there's so much to learn about, but just generally knows how to respect and treat those people with the same amount of respect that you would have treated somebody else. And this goes even outside of autism and ADHD for anything. This can go for any other problem. This could be for people that might not be, you know, as capable physically they might have some disabilities whatever it might be this might be for anybody who can't walk this might be for somebody who might have some type of problem this might even be for people that might be struggling that might be low income that might be poor that might be going through things or that might be going through whatever in the third i have a severe like severe low tolerance for when i see people treat anybody who might be you know in their eyes in their eyes key term in their eyes less than because they might not have enough money or they judge like you know younger children autism and adhd and think that oh they're instantly you know they're just not capable they're dumb they're just like, oh my god bro like just say that it raises my blood pressure bro it causes me hypertension to the moon and back because nothing makes me more angry than that i have no tolerance for that i remember growing up through school and i used to see so many this was i hated this i hated this to my core and i bet we've all seen this because it used to happen so much in school where y'all i bet y'all have seen it we're like those ignorant little people who would sometimes bully you know children that have like autism and adhd or they would like bother other people in their classes that autism and adhd that were disabled whatever the 30 might be oh my god bro it shoots me to the moon it shoots me to the moon like, it drives me like mad like like crazy like all of that because i i can't put into words how much i hate that because i feel like well first of all first of all this sense of arrogance that people have when they're like, oh, well, you know, this person has ADHD, they have autism, they're not smart, they don't know what I'm saying, oh my god, just, oh my god, just saying that makes, it's giving me hypertension, bro, we're gonna have to cut this EP short, I'm getting hypertension, <laughs> without the blood pressure machine, <laughs> it drives me nuts, or like when somebody might, you know, be going through a hard time financially, and people are like really rude to them, or look down upon them, I don't care, I don't care. Like, you give me the ick if you act like that. I I cannot stand arrogant people or people that are, like, all up in their head and, like, oh, you know, I'm better than this person because da-da-da-da and this, this, and that and I can do this and I can do that and they can't do this. No. Mm -mm. Sit down. Sit down. Please. Because it drives me, it drives me crazy and I'm, I hate it. And nothing hurts me more than, like, when I see, and I remember seeing this so much, like, just growing up. Like, when I had to, like, see and, like, little you know even when we were little in like kindergarten when you used to see little kids with like adhd and autism get bullied and made fun of by like other people and they would like how tone deaf are you like how tone deaf are you and it that's something that i just it doesn't sit right with me islamically especially doesn't sit right with me it's so insane on how you would treat Allah's creation so poorly just because they don't necessarily seem to be the same in your eyes or you have a perception it baffles me that you are so arrogant and so prideful and so confident in treating Allah's creation so poorly it really does and for me it's just something that I'm not okay with I know so much of my family that works in fields with children that have autism and ADHD and I have done a, quite a bit of knowledge on this i've done quite a bit of my fair share digging on this 
I've studied quite a bit of fair share digging on this. It's not okay with me. It's not okay with me. And it's been something that I've had since the dawn of time, since I was young, even before I started studying what I study now to do it. No, it's something I'm not okay with. Um, I feel like people don't necessarily understand. If we are past awareness, we are past, oh my God, we should accept people like that. Shut up, bro. Shut up. What do you mean we should accept? Obviously, we should. That We're past that. It's past, it's past that. I don't get why people are like, oh my God, we should accept it if somebody's like, you know, disabled. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, are you serious? Like, it baffles my brain. Why are we even talking about acceptance? Like, acceptance is not even in the picture. That's been done. They've been are accepted. Why are we even talking about acceptance? And it's crazy because I feel like acceptance, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say, I feel like, and Mela, forgive me, I say anything wrong. We are, we as a, like, as just as a community, even in healthcare, the concept of acceptance comes up because so many people have a hard time understanding and learning and accepting that these people are the way that they are. Because in my eyes, it's one thing to be uneducated or not have enough knowledge. It's another thing to be prideful and arrogant and not want to know. Because you think that ultimately, at the end of the day, you will always be better than that person. Okay? It, no. Hera's going to the moon, y'all. Hera's going to the moon. I'm red. Hera's going to go to the moon, guys. So that's it. I'm flying away to the moon. That, and then also, I don't like it when people are, like, very judgmental to people that might be struggling financially. Or, like, come from places that might be with the struggle because it's it's so wrong with me you are how why are you so prideful allah has blessed you the risk and barakah today and it can be gone tomorrow you can have everything today and have nothing tomorrow i personally in any relationship your financial status does not matter to me where your family comes from what you have does not matter to me it's not my business with my friends it's not my business if you want to share it with me you want to talk to me we can talk about it and i will always be there to help them and have an open arm and open doors for them because that's my job that's how i treat my relationships i always want to be there but it's not my business i don't care and if you ever invite me to your home and you know whatever in the 30 might be and you feel a type of way or you feel nervous because a lot of times i have heard circumstances where people are like you know might, might become from low income or whatever and they might be like nervous to call people to their home like i don't care i don't care i will live the way that you live and i personally i just don't i don't have it in me to ever ever just being prideful about these types of matters about that i'm better than this person because i have this i'm better than this person because i'm more wealthy i'm better than this person because it's like no not not with me i will literally live it with you as you live it i am not here to judge you your financial business has nothing to do with me and i'm here to support you and help you in any way that i can but i am never going to judge anybody for that and i cannot tolerate people that do judge people for that because when you judge somebody and look down upon them like, oh my God, you know, this, this and that. No, it doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't sit right with me. And when I'm sitting with somebody and the first thing that they mention is about what somebody's wearing or how somebody might be, you know, low income or they might be coming from a place like this or they might have this. Bro, like I kid you not. And this has happened before. I literally am like, okay, I'm done talking. And I just get up and leave because I like, I don't even, we're done. We're done. Moral of the story. No. Okay. That was my, that was my bad. No. Anyway, to close it off on a lighter note, another green flag. This might be my final one. This one's very, very basic. Like, so basic. But I think just... This also, I think, might fall under Dean. Patient. Someone who's just patient. You want to have patient relationships around you. Patient friends. You want to become a more patient person when, you know, dealing with your parents, dealing with your own friends. Patient spouse. You, you want patience. I think that life can be a lot sometimes for everybody, right? Circumstances don't always go there the way that you have them planned. 
you can decide something and then something can go another way. Allah plans best and it's okay, but you need somebody who's like patient. Because a lot of times when things get hard, I'm just saying it as it is. A lot of times when things get hard, people run to other people or people run to the easiest escape. And this is an issue, in my opinion. You know, I read this tweet today that actually said this thing. Should we just pull up Twitter? Let's just pull up Twitter. Okay, here we go. On Twitter now, I read this tweet and it said, scrolling. Okay. I saw a TikTok that was like, the reason why a girl shared why she married her husband was because when things were tough, he ran to Allah, not to other women. And that's the tea. And it's crazy because a lot of people don't actually know this. I, again, these are public out there stories. And this is just a general consensus. It is so popular and so known that in circumstances, in certain relationships, when things go wrong, they instantly run to somebody else. And not just men, women, like instantly to somebody else. And I always say this, women cheat too. They just really, they just don't be getting caught. A lot of women cheat. I did not mean to give y'all trust issues. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm being honest. Because, you know, people make it seem like, oh, men are the only ones that cheat. That's not true. Women do cheat. Women cheat too. And, you know, sometimes, I'm just going to say it like this to put some perspective. Because I, again, like I say, I'm not going to say I know, but I, because I've heard some stuff. But basically, in a lot of circumstances, when you are talking with somebody for marriage or you are married, you know, you'll have like a fight, like things go down and like, you know, you're upset or mad or like circumstances aren't working. It's very interesting to see how fast a girl or another guy comes in the situation. That's all I'm going to say. It's very interesting because, and honestly, I, I'd look out for that and I'd look because I, I, I know that might sound petty and it's not meant to be in a petty way, but here's what I'm going to say. Emotional relationships are not on standby. Okay. If you have an emotional relationship with somebody, an actual, legit, real one, legit, 100%, truthful, loyal, real, emotional relationship with somebody, you don't got nobody else in your background. You don't have nobody else in the back of your mind. You don't have nobody on the back of your heart. So when somebody else is just right there on speed dial, the second you and this person have an argument, where is this person coming from? Or were they there the whole time? Right. Interesting. 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 Fascinating, actually. So I'm going to leave you with that thought. Same thing goes for friends. If you are with, you know, friends with somebody and the second, you know, y'all might have a disagreement and it's normal to have disagreements in friendships. I think it's healthy to have disagreements, whatever. Um, you have a healthy disagreement or in this case, a negative disagreement. You have a negative disagreement with them and like out of nowhere, bro, like in thin air, like they just got both left and right and everybody knows your business and everybody hates you. Or everybody got some type of issue with you. Or instantly they're like, you know, back buddy buddy with the same person you don't like. How? Where'd you get them from? Are they just on speed dial? Or were they there the whole time? And then that's just, it's the same concept everywhere. Like, you know, I feel like with patience, generally just somebody who's patient because life happens. You want somebody who won't give up on you because things happen. Life happens. We get it. It's, it's chaotic. But also that sense of like when things go wrong, you want to talk to Allah first. And that's an, like another green sign. Like when things go wrong, you want to talk to Allah. Because if you are just running around like exposing or being negative, like mm, that's not the vibe, right? Again, it's one thing to like go and ask for like advice and help. Like, it's like it's another thing to like be negative, etc., etc.
And of course, again, just patient in the sense of somebody understanding you because life happens. Like I say, I have a lot of friends who understand that at certain times I just take social media detox. I just, I fast off of social media, bro. Like, leave me alone. And I don't answer anybody. And I just go. And I'm just like, if you have my number, like, that's the only way I'll answer. Otherwise, I won't answer. Because at times, like, that's what I need for my mental health. And so having somebody who's patient who understands those things, right? And then at some times, like, in life, you might go through something and you might need to, like, hear certain pieces of advice or hear a certain, yeah, piece of advice or hear something to make you feel better quite a few times till it really drills in your head. It happens. Sometimes you need to hear the same advice a few times until it really makes sense in your head. And then you're like, this is making sense. I'm processing it. I'm actually understanding it. Like, I'm actually implementing it. And so you want somebody to be patient with you with that, you know, because it's not an easy process to change bad habits and to become the best you. Anyway, I hope you guys liked this episode. Please do take care of yourself. Let me know what y'all's thoughts are on this episode. If you want a part two, I can definitely make a part two, inshallah. And I hope that this provided like some interesting things to think about. Again, this goes for any relationship. It's not just about one set. And it's also things that I think could be nice to implement in yourself, inshallah. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Please take care of yourself. Assalamu alaikum.